Welcome back to This Week in Video Games and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just 10 minutes. If you find this useful, then don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube and your favourite podcast apps. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. So it's the 2nd of July 2020, so let's get into the news. First up in the news, Ubisoft reportedly set to tease a battle royale called Hyperscape. And this one comes from Wesley Yin Paul out of Eurogamer. So Ubisoft is reportedly set to release a brand new free-to-play first-person shooter battle royale called Hyperscape. Esports focus reporter Rod Slasher Breslau took to Twitter to say Hyperscape is in the works at Ubisoft Montreal, the home of Rainbow Six Siege and Assassin's Creed, and is due out on PC and consoles. The game goes into closed beta on PC with an open beta planned for the 12th of July. Console launch is set for later in 2020 with crossplay planned. So there was an update to this article later on. Hyperscape is now official, albeit in just about the most scattershot way imaginable, thanks to the slightly confusing blend of teas. The first port of call should be Ubisoft's new teaser site, which is presented as the home of Prisma Dimensions, a technology company specialising in direct neural simulation. Read down and there's some in-universe talk about its new product, Hyperscape, which will be hosting the pulse-pounding action of the crown rush on this neon-drenched street to the virtual city Neo-Arcadia, with more to be revealed on Thursday, 2nd of July, which is today. Those wishing to do so can sign up for the news via the Prisma Dimensions website, and in addition to all that, various streamers and other sorts have been posting, and it's not entirely clear how much of this has been orchestrated by Ubisoft, and how much was inadvertent by embargo breaking, and how much this was source leakage, but a few Twitter accounts are now corroborating the earlier word from eSports-focused reporter Rod Breslau. So a little bit of an update from me on this, uh, you can go over to Twitch right now and you can link your Ubisoft account to your Twitch account and drops have been enabled on some streamers. So I'm just looking at my Twitch account now and I've got a notification so we'll see if I've got a drop. So it, my drop says you just received the technical test access drop from watching Dr. Lupo playing Hyperscape. So thanks Dr. Lupo, really appreciate that dude. Go to Twitch right now watch a streamer and maybe you'll get access to the beta too. So it only took me about half an hour or 45 minutes to get access to a drop. It seems to be a little bit more generous than the Valorant drops. I, I remember watching about six hours of Valorant before I got a drop with uh, that open beta. So just go over, find a streamer, link your accounts and see how you get on. Well, next up in the news, Call of Duty Warzone bumps the player count to 200 in a limited time mode. This one comes from Ryan Gilliam out of Polygon. So on Monday, Activision and Infinity Ward announced a new mode coming to Call of Duty Warzone. 200 players are going to be able to participate in a single quads match. Call of Duty Warzone already was the biggest mainstream battle royale in terms of player size, allowing for 150 simultaneous players since launch, but this new limited time mode makes every match even bigger. On Tuesday, June the 30th, Warzone is going to see a new update called Reloaded. And the update includes a 200 player battle royale mode as well as a new sniper rifle, the Ritek AMR. Warzone will also get spotter scope, a new juggernaut royale mode, gulag weapons update and a new contract called supply run. Call of Duty Modern Warfare players can also pick up a new operator Rose and experience a new multiplayer map and mode, Cheshire Park and Team Defender respectively. Modern Warfare players will also get the new Ritek AMR sniper rifle. Next up in the news, a storm is coming with the Ghost of Tsushima's new trailer, and this one comes from Dantak from Game Informer. So are you ready to follow the wind from place to place? Follow animals, discover shrines, and defeat enemies both as a samurai and a ninja in Ghost of Tsushima when it lands on July the 17th? 
In celebration of its impending release, PlayStation has unveiled a short but snazzy trailer showcasing a brief taste of Jin's journey. If you want to head on over to the This Week in Video Games YouTube channel, you can check out the trailer there in the YouTube version of this news update. Next up in the news, Sony starts the PlayStation Indies initiative, and this one comes from Matt Cato out of Game Informer again. So Sony has announced the PlayStation Indies program headed by former Sony Worldwide Studios head Shui Yoshida as a spotlight and support to indie games. Although further details regarding the program will be announced in the future, today Yoshida announced that nine titles will be announced over both the PS4 and the PS5 throughout the day. Furthermore, every month an indie title starting with Hello Neighbor will be added to the PlayStation new roster. Yoshida pointed to games like the recently announced Bug Snacks as the kind of... <laughs> Forgive me for laughing, but I still can't get Bug Snacks theme tune out of my head. But Sony recently announced that Bug Snacks as the kind of indie title that Sony wants to host on its platforms. So good stuff there. Really, really interesting news and great news for indie developers all around. And finally, in the news this week, Amazon's Crucible is being unreleased and going back into closed beta. This one comes from Tyler Wilde out of PC Gamer. Crucible is going back into closed beta, which is unusual only because it already released on Steam on May the 20th, and PC Gamer gave the free-to-play shooter a 48% in their review. You were still able to grab Crucible on Steam until July the 1st, but after that it's gone into unrelease and become closed to new players. Eventually there's going to be a beta sign-up process available on the official site. During the return to closed beta, Relentless Studios, which is part of Amazon Game Studios, says it will stick to its existing development roadmap, which you can see on Trello, whilst considering feedback from beta players, who are just regular players up until this week. For the most part, your experience as a Crucible player will stay pretty much the same while we're in beta, wrote franchise lead Colin Johansson. We're going to schedule dedicated time each week where we as devs will be playing with the community and soliciting feedback. The game will be accessible 24-7 so you can continue to self-organise matches with other players we recommend joining our Discord server to find players to queue against. The reason it will take the organisation to get Crucible matches is the same reason it's going back into closed beta. Not many people are playing it. At the time of writing, Steam chart shows 146 concurrent Crucible players and that is a disastrous player count for a new free-to-play multiplayer game. The only recent game to face plant as hard as Crucible is Artifact, which Valve has been retooling and went back into beta earlier this year. It remains unusual for a game to release without qualification and then slink back into a testing phase. I can only think of a couple of other big examples. The Arkham Knight disaster comes to mind, but that game wasn't free to play. During Crucible's return to beta, Johansson says Relentless Studios will work with the Community Council, which will include casual players as well as those who are highly competitive. I'm not sure that there are highly competitive Crucible players at the moment, but if you like the game and want to see it improve, joining the Council may be the opportunity to influence it. While unreleasing a game is unconventional, Relentless had to do something major if it was going to have any chance of turning Crucible around. A few patches can't scrape a total flop off the floor on Steam. And where an independent studio might have run out of funding and had to close up shop, Relentless has the financial backing of a company that could buy a few countries if it wanted to. And we'll see if the studio lives up to its name. 
Well, that's it for the news this week, and thank you so much for watching or listening. For more video game news content like this, subscribe and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description, and you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also Patreon, and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games. Sign up for some rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos, as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and community features. Check out the links down there in the description or the show notes for more information. Well, thanks again, and I'll see you in a few days.